0: Hello, 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 and welcome to the inaugural, the first ever episode of The Heart of a Villain. This is BP from BVIN, Bearded Villains of Indiana, bringing you news and newsworthy information relating to the bearded villains and their good works anywhere in the world. Now, since this is the first ever episode, and you, the listener, are new to this podcast, let me explain a little about my hopes for this thing and why I wanted to create this podcast. As you may have figured out by its name... The heart of a villain. The purpose of this podcast is to bring awareness and shed light on some of the great, the amazing, and in many cases, life changing things that some bearded villains around the globe are doing, both individually and as a chapter. BV has been a part of my life since 2017, and I know it's been much longer for many of you listening. One of the first things that I discovered about BV was its reach. With chapters all over the world, more chapters popping up, it seems, every week. I found that despite following on Instagram, it was very difficult to keep up with what the other chapters are doing in their areas and how they are contributing to making others' lives better and all the other good deeds that they're doing on a regular basis. So to that end, it is my hope that this podcast can be a place where I can highlight some of the amazing things that our chapters and in many cases individual brothers are doing. With each episode, I will interview brothers who are changing lives or individuals or representatives from organizations who will benefit from what the bearded villains do. It is my hope that I can shed light on every chapter and their activities that they have going on. If I miss something, and I likely will, please, please, I beg of you, please reach out to me and let me know I forgot about one of your events as they come up in the future or if they just happened, because I think it's important for us to shed light on what we have already done in addition to what we have coming up. Perhaps you can be that example that others look up to and emulate. Now, I'm going to take this first opportunity to do a little bit of a sponsorship promo for a buddy of mine that has been a huge help to what I have done, what I'm doing here with this podcast. I reached out to him and he helped me out without a doubt in a very fast manner. And this podcast would not be what it already is without the incredible work of a brother from Chicago who helped me in designing my podcast logo. He does great work and he works very fast. He has a great imagination and was able to bring my idea to fruition in very little time. I was amazed. So if you need any logo work done, look no further than Mr. Optimus Mendez with Shiversity Brand. Now the timing of this first episode really could not have been any better, because as you know, we've just finished World Meet 2019 in LA. And man, what a freaking amazing weekend that was. So many memories. You just, I mean, I can't even begin to, yeah, it's just, wow. Uh, I know so many of us walked away from that weekend saying the same thing, wow, and then 48 hours later wishing we were still back there, uh, missing the brothers that we hadn't seen in a year, that we were finally able to see for a few days, in many cases longer than that, or you know, seeing brothers that uh, we had never met before. Uh, that's one of the great things about these meets, uh, these multi-chapter meets of the world meets, is that. You know, you meet guys that, for the first time, that you've only seen through social media, through IG. So there's so much to talk about, but uh, unfortunately, I don't have three hours for this podcast. And I doubt you'd sit there and listen to me for three hours either. So what I will do is give you a brief overview of what I witnessed for the weekend, and we'll take it from there. And obviously, stay tuned because, as I've said in all of my previous promos for this podcast, uh, I've got a nice little one-on-one interview with Mr. Von Knox himself, and uh, that's one not to be missed. He gives a lot of eye-opening explanations into uh, what he has seen happen with BV in the last five years since he first came up with the idea, and four years since many of the chapters started. So, day one, I arrived in L.A., first time ever being really in L.A. I've kind of gone through the area before. My boy Esco and I, from uh, BVIN, uh, arrived in town on day one and hit Hollywood Boulevard pretty quickly. And I was curious to see how soon we would start running into Bearded Villains because, obviously, through the line chats, we'd already known that there were several guys already on the ground there and walking around. But what was really funny for me to see, I couldn't believe how quickly, once we got to Hollywood Boulevard, within 15 minutes of making it to that road, we started seeing guys with BV gear walking around downtown, walking around Hollywood, and it was pretty amazing to see how quickly it seemed like we took over the area. From that day forward for the next three days, I don't know that there were very often that we didn't walk around and see somebody with BV gear on. So not long after arriving on Hollywood Boulevard, we hit up a burger joint there on Hollywood Boulevard, ran into some brothers from California, and wouldn't you know it, Argentina. Now, (laughs) anybody who has been to a world meet, And seeing our brothers from Argentina, and you know who I'm talking about, (laughs) Gonzalo Amaro, those two guys light up a room and make everybody stare. It's one of the funniest things to be a part of, to, to witness that in person and watch just everybody in the entire restaurant who've never met them. They don't even know who they are, but they have this crazy need to want to get a photo taken with them. It's amazing. I saw it for the first time in Puerto Rico last year at the World Meet. They walk in a room and people just engage with them. They walk right towards them. People they don't know and they want their pictures taken with them. It's it's a true celebrity circus when they walk in the room. And like I said, it was amazing this time around again to see people would look across the room, see them seated with us talking to them and actually stop what they were doing, put down their food, and ask them to take pictures with them. It's truly a -a one-of-a-kind experience when you're with those guys. Now, the rest of that evening was just pretty much hanging out with guys, finding guys to hang out with, doing the touristy stuff, walking around, hitting up different places, and it's... That's what these that's what these world meets are about. Seeing guys engaging with guys, talking to brothers, their spouses, their girlfriends, their family members and it's it really truly shows the brotherhood that we have that I think is so unique in today's age. So later that night it was back to the Airbnb. And I don't mind giving a small plug here to Airbnb because wow. I mean what a lifesaver Airbnb has been to me a couple times now uh, when I didn't want to pay full price for hotels at a couple of different BV events. So kudos to Airbnb because saved me a bunch of money and allowed me to actually stay at a apartment owned by a fellow Hoosier. So that was pretty cool to see. I stayed at an apartment with Jeremiah Duncan, captain from Kentucky. Now, if you see Jeremiah, tell him he is a saint. This guy endured, what was that, uh, three nights with me, and I am not the easiest person to room with due to snoring and or what he, I think, affectionately referred to as the sounds of death coming from while I'm trying to sleep. So, uh, Jeremiah, kudos to you. You're a saint. I appreciate it. He didn't even really complain much uh, at all unless I brought it up. So, dude is solid, and I do appreciate sharing the room with him. But like I said, if you see him you need to put a hat on his head for sainthood because he deserves it for, you know, for putting up with me for three days. And that brings me to day two, which is actually the first day of the event, of the event weekend, uh, which was the meet and greet. Now I've been some places before where people always say, you know, this group or that group kind of takes over a place. Wow. I mean, wow. I arrived about 45 minutes after the event started. And when you say take over a place, we took over that place. That meet and greet was filled. I mean we' we filled that place for those of you who are not there. This brewery was filled on three different levels top bottom, outside and out into the parking lot. We were overflowed into the parking lot. We had guys out there drinking, having a good time taking photos, flag shoots. We had a we had an appearance by a Lamborghini and for a few hours there, the bearded villains owned that building. It was really impressive to see. Von Knox showed up and uh, we did some raffle prizes. There were some really cool uh, items raffled off there. And a bunch of really solid brothers put in a bunch of money and some money was raised for the charity issues. It was very impressive to see. But you know, it's all about that merch, right guys? All about that merch. Everybody wants some of that cool merch. Not seriously. What was really impressive to me again was that meet and greet was just another example of how cool it can be to sit down and break bread, sit down and share a drink, buy a drink, buy a brother a drink. For some of these guys that we've never seen before, we've only known through social media, in some cases uh, never met before, but we've actually been talking to them for a couple years on social media. So how rewarding it is to see, to sit back and, and actually talk to some of these guys in person, give them a hug, shake their hand. It's it's a pretty pretty great experience. Now moving on to the main attraction of the weekend, the beard competition. First of all, let me say, those brothers, L.A., Boy, they did it right. And any other brothers from California or any place else that helped out in making this event and this spear competition what it was, kudos to you. Seriously, it was a very well-run event. Yeah, there were some times where it was a little slow. uh, We're you know we're weeding things out, but if you think about it, there were over four. I want to say it was near 450 brothers that came in for this event. That's enormous. So to try and fit all of us in there and not have some matter of disorganization was really crazy to see, but kudos to you guys. Nailed it. Nailed the event. It was really fun. Perfect venue. The judges were great. The music was great. Oh, wait a minute. Did I say music? One
1: brotherhood, one ship. Stay beauty, stay filling. One brotherhood, one ship. Stay beauty, stay filling and Yes, I did say music. Hmm.
0: I mean to tell you, talk about owning a stage. Jelly, Damon, and Jimmy, those guys came out and hit that stage hard and killed their song. One Brotherhood, One Ship live was something definitely to behold and it was really crazy it was it was it was a concert man it was crazy to see we had you probably had a couple hundred guys holding up phones recording it and anybody that wasn't there probably saw it on IG live or Facebook live or some other video recorded version later but to see that live that was an amazing thing to see and it was a great part of the night now speaking of other things that were interesting in the night i know several of the guys that were there had questions later in the evening or as the night went on about some reporter that was walking around interviewing people with a microphone and a small camera and is saying, well, where's this guy from? Where's this guy from? Turns out he's from L.A. Magazine. And um, several of us didn't find this out until after, long after the event was over uh, and the weekend was over in most cases. We're back home and we see this clip come through and we punch on this video. Wow. I mean, really? Wow. Maybe I'm just maybe I'm just old in my 45 years, but I mean, this guy has an opportunity to really, really push BV and really find out about BV and what we're all about. And if you haven't seen this video, you got to search it. You got to go find it. This guy interviewing us at LA Magazine, from LA Magazine, interviewing several of the guys, some several of our brothers at the beard competition. And <laughs> I don't know how else to say it, Every question that he asked, it seemed like he tried to make it sexual. Uh, And obviously it's not about that, but this guy was all over it. The homophilia was palpable.
1: If you touch my beard without asking, I'll touch your ass without asking. Go go right ahead. Uh, uh, Oh, yes, do it, yes. Ah, how gay is it with you guys? Do you have any homosexuals? When do you guys do the dick competition? Oh, it's very satisfying. Feel very close to both of you now.
0: It seemed like every second, every every question uh, he had to make some sort of a crazy innuendo, and yeah, yeah, it was funny, but I think it over it it, it kind of rode over the top of the heels of really what we were all about and what we were trying to do with our event. So uh, yeah, it was funny, but wow, I just think it was a completely missed opportunity by this guy to really do something. But but who knows? Maybe maybe I'm completely wrong. Maybe that's what he wanted to do in the first place, and that's you know maybe he got the the exact interview. That he really wanted to, but you know, to I me mean? it seemed like a little bit of a wasted opportunity for us. And by wasted opportunity, I don't necessarily mean us as as we wasted it. Obviously, we're just answering questions guided by the interviewer himself. But the way that he kind he took it, wow, just wow, he took it in a whole new way. Okay, so at the beard competition, everybody who's there knows this, but those of you who weren't, there were some awards given out to brothers and individual chapters, and it was really cool to see. There were three Big Heart Awards given out. The first was given out to the Swedish chapter. They were given a Big Heart Award for actually having the largest membership. Now, if you think about this for a second, that chapter in Sweden has over, I believe it was 260 members, 260 brothers in that chapter. That is, I mean, wow. Wow. So, I mean, 260 members. The Miami chapter and the Argentina chapter also were given awards for Big Hearts for all the good deeds, the charity works that they do. They lead the way. They, they lead by example, guys. And then our brother Saeed won for a brother's heart for everything that he donates, everything that he does. I mean, come on. If you know him and you know what he stands for and what he's all about, no brainer here. That was, that was really good to see. So all in all, at the end of the night, Von Knox comes out, issues a check with all the money, and this is really this was the this was the catalyst, this was the end of the night when it comes down to charity. And at the end of the, the event, in all the monies raised, there were six thousand dollars in profits that were given out to three different charities. Las Photos, which is a project created to inspire teenage girls through photography, mentorship, and self expression. LA Children's Hospital and the Dogs Project, a nonprofit that provides U.S. veterans with service dogs. All three of those organizations were given $2,000 apiece from Bearded Villains at the World Meet. So that was really cool to see that, yeah, we can get together, we can have a great time, but in, a, in the end, we're here to help others, and we did. So enough of me droning on about my experiences and what I witnessed at the World Meet. Coming up here in just a few seconds, I'm going to have my interview from day four with Von Knox, Now, as you listen to this interview with Von Knox, try to ignore a lot of the background sounds you may hear. This was not an ideal location for an interview, but we made the best of it. We were out in the middle of a touristy area with shops, with restaurants. You hear phone calls, you hear people, but we did the best and I think we got a pretty good interview with him. Can you take me back about four or five years uh, when you first had this idea, BD, and, um, How did that
1: all begin? About, uh, it is exactly five years ago, August 21st this year. So we're about to celebrate the fifth year. And the beginning uh, really not set to what it is now to begin with. Uh, It was set for uh, simply showcasing great beards uh, from the most popular model bearded guy with, uh, you know, thousands and millions of followers to your next door neighbor, average Joe who rocks the most majestic beard. And uh, from there on um, the guys love the idea and we have evolved. So it is not what it was at first, but we have evolved thanks to our own brothers uh, with their feedback and so forth. But yeah, the beginning, um, definitely not set to what it is now, but to, you know, to the benefit uh, of Beard Villains, we have grown, and um, it's been shaped by our own members. Uh, it's an organic growth, and it's a it's a beautiful thing,
0: really. So originally started out strictly as beard. As a beard club, as, as to recognize men with beards, right? Showcasing. And, and since then, it's blossomed into this brotherhood uh, through your leadership. Tell me a little bit about what that's meant to you, um, and how how it's grown from your original plan
1: uh, to what it is today. Well, uh, how I said, it wasn't intended. It, it, it was not the the intent, you know, to be a worldwide brotherhood. Uh, but the effect and the meaning for me. Uh, really, it comes down to what I've, I've loved the most, uh, personally, it is the unity. When you bring uh, two human beings with uh, positivity in their mind, regardless and beyond their personal religion, uh, race, uh, with a good cause in mind. and you put them together that that specific thing that's my favorite part of the the brotherhood uh when we come together for whatever the reason may be and we end up being a force and put it towards something positive that is a beautiful thing you don't see that everywhere uh definitely uh not in our days uh it's been really hard and it has been really hard for uh I want to say, you know, I want to go extreme and I want to say humanity. Well, yeah. So. And uh, at the moment, uh, you don't see this a lot. So that's why Beard of is so unique. So that's the meaningful to me It's something unique. And it translates to unity at the end of the day. Yeah. I know you've, you've expressed that it's this
0: organic thing that's kind of evolved way, way away from what you had. Um, what, what has surprised you the most um, about its development in the last four or five years?
1: Um, hard to tell because uh, in PV, really, every other day, there's a new surprise, you know. And we, you, when you think that we've done it all, uh, we have not. And uh, and yeah, and even till the day, like every day, there's something new from one part of the world to the other. There's always something new. So as far as surprising goes, everything, every day, we're keeping raising the bar. At the moment, I can say that when, in, in generally speaking, when you get... People in one corner of the world, let's say somewhere in Europe, and then someone somewhere in South America, and then uh, somewhere in the middle of the U.S., and then there's a brother in need in uh, Italy, and uh, one way or another, thanks to technology. Technology goes right along with Bearded Villains, and we showcase the the positive side of technology, uh, and we have used it to its full extent and and uh, to our own benefit, and the benefit of many others, but that part when three, four, five hundreds come together to help one person uh, among each other within the club it's, it's a very powerful thing together we got the power to make things happen and at this point uh, we can stand alone stand alone strong and I'm very proud to say that that anything and everyone in the brotherhood can get involved and can get done
0: I know one thing that really hit home for me last last night when you when you addressed everybody at the end of the uh, at the end of the beard competition was it's clear that that charity is a huge uh, aspect of what hits your heart and how this um, once beard club brotherhood now um, has adapted into something that gives back so much. Um, can you tell me a little bit about the the charity aspect of it? How how that has evolved and, and what's what's really what's really hit harm Because it, it was very very emotional for you to talk a little bit about that last night, and it was it struck me as as a villain that uh, this guy really has a heart
1: for it. Well, uh, it's definitely. I mean, you nailed it. It is the one of the hardest things for me to talk about because I personally. Uh, Grown myself, uh, uh, the, the aspect of charity has shaped me as well as a man. Because when Bearded Villain started, uh, as I said, um, I was not the type that was going around social media trying to help left and right. Uh, I would help my local community. I've, I've done, you know, like a uh, set up lunches for homeless, uh, skid row, local here in L.A. Uh, I did this back in the day with uh, uh, my family. But this was me growing up uh, appreciating, and uh, I come from a humble family, uh, and our family really is, it's that about family, so you look out for each other. That's the way I was raised, Mm -hmm. and uh, as of right now, when you see Charity and beard Villains, you see family without the blood. You know that saying? Yes, absolutely. Blood doesn't necessarily it it doesn't it means nothing at the at the end of the day you have you have perfect strangers that become family and the help is unconditional it's a beautiful thing so personally my on the charity aspect you have something that really moves me and it gets me right back to my childhood um I'm a guy that puts his foot on the floor and and it just stays there Uh, that's the way I am and that's the way you know everybody you know who who knows me knows this and uh, it's uh, you know it's it is it is emotional for me so I can't I can't really uh, I I can't express how thankful I am for the villains to to really take on the the, and embody that
0: that mission statement and and it's perfectly said there that's great that's great I know one thing that I've had a few people uh, ask me, knowing that I was going to be talking to you about, um, they want to know is there's a structure that you've established over all the years uh, in BV, from you as it trickles on down to the uh, chapter itself with with the captains. Right. Um, Can you talk just for a second about the organizational chart, as it were? Gotcha. um, How how you create um, all of these other leaders? that help you out mm-hmm. um, what, what kind of positions there are in between you and say the chapter captain gotcha uh, well here's
1: the thing the structure uh, it starts obviously with myself and the board members okay. uh, the board members and and let me tell you this the structure is something that I didn't build I had the idea originally and I wanted to set it up that way uh, at the beginning this is an interesting thing at the beginning a lot of people was against that because they felt like there was a dictatorship, uh, quote-unquote, uh, pyramid idea. Uh, but honestly, the the perfect example for uh, Structured um, to say that it works is the fact that every one of our guys is humble enough to say, when I meet anybody, I give two dams. If he's a captain, co-captain, sergeant, whatever, it is just another brother and we talk to each other just like that. I, I lead by example and you see me talking to everybody without, I can give two dams about the leadership. But the structure helps us be organized. Structure to me equals organization. And if we are organized with this amount of members and we're this large at this point, we, it has been proven over and over again that the structure works uh it's a uh, president board members uh then you have all your captains throughout the world and co-captains each chapter some chapters have um, have other uh, uh within leadership and that's always uh the way it's set up is it's up to the the local chapter if it has a co-captain maybe two co-captains or if there's um, a lieutenant sergeant to help their own local um structure uh, now, a larger chapter needs more help uh, when it comes to structure. A smaller chapter may just have a captain and co-captain and done. And it, that's perfectly fine. Uh, but as far as the structure, uh, originally the idea, it's funny that it came from the uh, from the motorcycle club uh, TV show, The Sons of Anarchy. Uh, matter of fact, back in the day, we had the, I, the beginning, uh, the first patch being the prospect patch, uh, which uh, based on... The MC world and all the the word itself, prospect, uh, was not the most ideal word for us to use. Sure. So we decided to go into just uh, start as villain and then go into member for our own ranking within sure. within BV. Uh, the idea is to stay away from from trouble and not to send the wrong message. Um, and this is not, this is something that we as a whole we shaped. Uh, it's not that I came up with the idea from one day to another. But you get feedback, you know, over right. and over and over from brothers, and that's uh, that's one thing that I give myself credit for because if it wasn't because you know I, if if it wasn't me being open for to feedback, uh, we wouldn't be here. Right. It's uh, it's a matter of understanding what the brotherhood wants and and just uh, rolling with the punches, really, yeah. going Great. for it.
0: Now I noticed that you have um, the board members themselves. You don't just the, the board members that are that you have in place. They're not just from the United States it seems there they, you have a wide,
1: wide diverse group that of guys. is correct and the idea here is to co- have uh, and I uh, if you think of the, the world because that's BB BB is worldwide and since day one I said if we're going to do this as a chapter and as a club I want this to be the big picture I want this to be global so if that's the case you want that type of representation Absolutely. so you go from one side of the globe to the other and you try to your best to have you know a good amount of brothers uh the right amount uh good combination of uh, ideas and like in any family we get discussions and we get into it and there's different opinions but that's the beauty of it that's the point when you bring people with different opinions for everyone looking out for uh, ultimately bearded villains that's when we get the most uh the most done really and the best changes really or, or we embrace changes and 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 we got to take votes and do the whole thing. But the idea here is representation from all over.
0: Yeah, that's great. Last question for you real quick. Um, Where do you see now, having looked back on this this five-year journey that you've had from uh, the four years of actuation, but starting back, like you said, five years ago, really, um, where do you see BV in your mind? What's your best hope for BV, say, five years from now?
1: Okay, so this is a good question. Uh, I don't think we had i yeah, I never gotten this question before, so cheers to you. <laughs> so the, uh, the five years, it's something that I actually thought about before. And uh, basically, it comes down to don't fix something that's not broken in my head. If, uh, if we understand how Bearded Villains is and it keeps growing and things are moving, I, I, I'm in the best interest of keeping things the way they are. Uh, because we are running in the right, the right direction. However, the part that I do see coming in a little bit uh, stronger, it is indeed what we just talked about, which is the charity aspect of things. Because uh, just in the last few months, we've had more media coverage from, I want to say, uh, you know, outside of Bearded Villains, the outside world, you know, uh, news uh magazines and uh, blogs interviews a lot more of that so i feel like people will take more notice so what i see in five years would be bearded villains out there uh, known to the world who we are what we do how we do it and uh hopefully i mean with that what comes along it is uh more the um basically an increase on requests to come into the club from new members um, but the beauty of BV is that we don't just take anybody it's, it's work and we're going to end up keeping the right people it's, it may take time but if you're really interested if you're really interested about you know becoming a member it, it'll it'll take your time and, uh, and we want that, we want to have the right people quality over quantity at all times absolutely,
0: well hey I appreciate so much for you sitting down and talking to me today um, this has been BP talking with Vinox at uh, World Meet 2019 cheers guys so a special thanks to Von Knox for giving a few minutes out of his weekend. He is really supportive of this idea of this podcast, so I want to thank him for his time again. He agreed with me that there are so many good things that bearded villains around the world are doing that are going unnoticed, and so that's what I'm hoping to remedy with this podcast. So to that end, I'm going to give you a quick rundown of some of the events that are coming up around the world in the bearded villain community. Now, this is probably by no means a full list, And I will be forgetting things, but I've tried to go through, at least for this first episode, and find all of the ones that I could find at quick glance, what's coming up. Obviously, I'm going to forget some stuff. I'm going to miss some things. So what I absolutely need you to do, and I told you this during the teaser, I need you guys to send me an email to let me know when you guys have events or send me an email after you've had an event and let me know how successful it was and what you were able to do with that money uh, or what organization you were able to help out with. So send me those emails to theheartofavillainpodcast at gmail.com. The Heart of a Villain podcast at gmail.com, and I'll make sure I get your events listed, or I can at least discuss them after they've happened. So, coming up very soon, August 31st through September 1st, Field of Beards. That's Camp Out for Childhood Cancer in Thompson, Iowa. Our brothers in Iowa are taking care of this. August 31st through September 1st, Field of Beards. August 31st, Bearded Villains of Chicago, BVC Blood Drive. That's at Dorman Dunn Post at 2129 West Carmack in Chicago. The BVC Blood Drive from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. September 1st, Bearded Villains of Chicago again. They've got a farewell summer barbecue picnic. That's at White Eagle Woods. North, White Eagle Woods North Picnic Grove at 3913 Haas Avenue in Lyons, Illinois. On September 7th, the Bearded Villains of Kentucky have Beards Against Trafficking. Bearded Villains of Kentucky, Beards Against Trafficking at the break room at 5 p.m. at 1178 Manchester Street in Lexington, Kentucky. It's their fourth anniversary party with a beard competition, silent auction, and it's benefiting the well of Lexington. September 27th through the 29th, we got the East Coast Meet in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. And I know those East Coast guys are really, really out to do themselves something fierce out there. Many of those guys that are going to be there were at the World Meet, and they were saying they couldn't wait to host everybody. So East Coast Meet, Lancaster, Pennsylvania, September 27th through the 29th. I know I'm going to be there. Several brothers from Indiana and from around the area are planning on going. At the Doubletree by Hilton. Proceeds for the East Coast Meet are for the love of vets. For the love of vets. They give aid and raise funds for military families in need and homeless veterans. If you need any information about the East Coast Meet, go to eco.beardedvillainspa.com. eco.beardedvillainspa.com. If you want to compete, you have until August 15th, which, whoops, to receive a special discount on a competitor's badge. October 5th. October 5th. The Bearded Villains of Southern Indiana, a new chapter. The Bearded Villains of Southern Indiana are hosting the Battle of the Beards in Evansville, Indiana at Mojo's Boneyard. Proceeds will benefit the Gresham House local veterans charity, so head to IG, head to Instagram, and search for Battle of the Beards Indiana and follow the link in the bio to register. On October 12th, BVIN, the Bearded Villains of Indiana, will celebrate their four-year anniversary with a get-together in Indianapolis. Go ahead and hit up Bearded Villains Indiana for details on that one. November 9th, for our brothers overseas, November 9th, BV Ireland has a fundraiser at Badger's Dairy, I believe. The proceeds for this one go to treatments for colon cancer for one of the Queen's family members over there. That's the Bearded Villain's Ireland fundraiser at Badger's Dairy on November 9th. Now, I've been told that this event is not actually a BV Ireland hosted event, but one that they're getting behind wholeheartedly and supporting. December 13th and 14th, December 13th and 14th, BV East, North Carolina. That's BVENC is having a takeover event at Highwire in Durham, North Carolina. They will be collecting donations for Toys for Tots. There's a meet and greet on the 13th and a beard competition on the 14th. Further details will be forthcoming. On January 11th, 2020, we have New Beards Bash. New Beards Bash, which is hosted by Bearded Villains of Indiana. That'll be in Richmond, Indiana. More information on that to come. February 28th and 29th, on February 28th and 29th, there's LSV4 hosted by North Texas Villains at Texas Live, 1650 East Randall Mill Road in Arlington, Texas. February 28th is the meet and greet at Sports and Social, and February 29th is the beard competition at PBR Bar. And then May 1st through 3rd of 2020. Now that's a long way out, but you'll probably want to save your money. We have Gothenbeard. It's a collaboration between bearded villains in Sweden, Norway, and Denmark. And the way they're talking about this thing, it's to be the end-all be-all. So if you have a wherewithal, get your butt over there, it sounds like. That's all the events that I've got right now. Like I said, if you have anything coming up or if you have something that you've just finished and you want to talk about what you were able to do to help somebody out, by all means, send me that email. It's really important because I don't want to miss a thing. That's it for the first episode of The Heart of a Villain. Thank you guys very much for listening. I hope it's meant something to you. I hope you've gotten something out of it. And I hope you kind of see where the direction will be of this podcast and hope you support it in the future. One of the things I will be doing soon is releasing a patch for the podcast to help out with some of the production costs. And I know that we have a bunch of patch hogs out there and we love patches for everything and anything. So look out for that here in the future. And thanks again for listening. Stay safe. Now I'd be remiss if I did not include one of the biggest pieces of information released at World Meet 2019, and that is that Chicago has been announced as the world meat host for 2020. So congratulations, BBC. I'm going to close out this first podcast the only way that seems now to make sense. the final hour
1: respect loyalty, family, charity speaks power. Here to villains brotherhood speaks honor. Forwards and onwards they villain into the end. I will never shave again because my beard is not a trend. I represent excellence, leadership, and never follow. I'm a BBC member, your Lieutenant of Chicago. One brotherhood, one
0: ship. Stay bearded, stay filling.
1: One brotherhood, one ship. Stay bearded, stay filling. It's BP. Sight for completion, that's.